Governor Tony Evers today hitting the road for two stops. He'll be in Middleton and Viroqua, doubling down on the budget priorities he laid out in his biennial budget address Wednesday night, including $2.6 billion in new spending on education. As a governor who also has, uh, and also I, I'm, a, I'm a governor and a grandfather, tonight I'm calling on the legislature to join me in doing what's best for our kids by approving the largest increase in K-12 schools and education in our state's history. Well, that is a lot of money and a lot of proposals within it. And looking at all of them, they may brain hurt. So I'm passing the buck. <laughs> We're going to Alan Borsick is a senior fellow in law and public policy at Marquette Law School and a contributor to education reporting in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. He is with us live this morning for some analysis. Alan, really appreciate having you with us because, as I said, $2.6 billion, it's a lot of money and there's a lot in this. So let me just start by asking you any initial takeaways you have on specific proposals in the address that stand out. Well, it it isn't going to happen quite the way the governor said it. I mean, it's just not going to happen. It hasn't in the last two budgets. The Republicans have the ceremonial shredding of the governor's budget proposal immediately after the speech, um, and they'll write their own proposal. It's not going to be two point six billion. It's going to involve more money, though. I think there's a. You know, it, it, it's interesting how much people actually kind of agree. The question is how much will they cooperate based on those agreements? I think the Republicans agree that schools need more money at this point, um, that that uh, mental health needs uh, uh, more services for kids, that, that uh, academics suffer during the COVID and, and uh, need kids, you know, we need to catch up. And special ed probably needs somewhat more money. Um, there's a subject the mayor, the mayor, the governor didn't address too much, that I think is going to become a hot subject, which is reading and uh, proposals to uh, try to step on the gas and reading instruction with what's called the science of reading. I think that's heating up and behind the scenes very quickly. So there's going to be change. There's going to be more money. It's not going to be $2.6 billion. Alan Borsick is a senior fellow in law and public policy at Marquette and reports on education issues in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Uh, Alan, you know, you know, and I think you've been so good in pointing out always, so whether it be MPS or any school district, money does not necessarily equal commensurate results. So that's the other thing is what sort of safeguards will Republicans demand in terms of how much spending we're going to do and what metrics are they going to want to see in terms of is this actually producing results? That's a really good question. And uh, <clears throat> an insider on the Republican side told me a couple weeks ago, there's going to be more money, but it's going to be targeted um, to specific things they want to see. Uh, as I said, reading is going to be one of them. I think closing the gap in spending between what goes per student to uh, public school students and what goes per student to uh, students in the state uh, uh, voucher program in the charter schools, that's going to be a very interesting one to watch. Um, is there any room for compromise between those two deeply entrenched sides and, and often antagonistic sides. Um, the governor proposed a cap on on uh, the number of students that can get school vouchers, uh, and that's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I think he did it only to appeal to his base. But, uh, uh, yeah, so there are going to be specific subjects, kids' advancement ac academically and helping kids uh, socially and emotionally. Everyone agrees those are really high priorities. 
Alan, on the issue of school vouchers, do you see any concrete evidence? The Republican line always is, why do we keep kids in failing schools and we should do everything we can to get as many kids as we can out of those schools and they will thus have better outcomes? All the studies that you look at, all of the things that are there, do you see conclusively that voucher students who go to private school are doing better than their peers across the board in public school? Well, uh, that's a semester-long course. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's very popular. The seats always fill up. Some of the schools are excellent. Some of the data for kids who are in the the private schools using vouchers are better. Overall, has it, like, closed the gaps in a place like the city of Milwaukee? Has it it, uh, uh, really been the the hot button that's turned everything around? No. But that – you know, there's problems everywhere. Urban education is tough no matter what sector you're in. And statewide, the pressures that are growing because of the growing size of the voucher program raise some really interesting budget questions, which they're going to have to address. So, no, it has not been a panacea. But is it popular? Yes. Alan, really appreciate your time this morning and your perspective. You made it a little bit easier on us. Okay. <laughs> Alan. I, I, I really like that song. The, uh, the wall. That's, <laughs> that's my favorite it. education song. <laughs> it fits. I'm glad you liked it. Alan Borsig, Senior Fellow in Law and Public Policy at Marquette University Law School. Thank you, sir. Glad to be here. News about your money this morning is coming up next in the WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Dow Jones Industrial Average up 39 points in trading Wednesday to 34,128. The Nasdaq up almost 1% to 12,071. And the S&P 500 up 11 points to 4148. Annex Wealth Management know the difference.